We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Todd Feinberg Show. Live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. I feel like people don't have instincts anymore. You know, street smarts. Can I have a show of hands? Anybody who has street smarts? When you listen to this, do you not hear a con man? Got a few more days. Hang on a second. Let me make it louder so I can really really reverberate through your skull got a few more days for the sales tax free holidays so make sure your child is looking sharp for that first day of school okay so reminder we have six billion dollars in the bank sent to us by the federal government and i'm spending a few dozen million dollars or a few million dollars whatever it is to 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 suspend the sales tax for a week so you'll vote for me in other words, I'm using your money to buy your vote again. That's what that that's what that means. I'm just reminding you while I'm here and I've got your attention. Got a few more days for the sales tax free holidays, so make sure your child is looking sharp for that first day of school. And he's showing just how much he cares about you. He thinks about you every day and he loves you and he loves your kids and he just wants them to have the best time at school. And by the way, he's been there at the at your kids' school all summer helping to wax the floors and 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 clean the windows and make sure everything's just going to be really nice. Get to know your teachers. Parents get to know the teachers as well. Make this the very best beginning for the new the school year. Best By the way, beginning. He just wants it to be the best for you. The best. Do you think Ned Lamont ever went to a PTA meeting for his kids? Do you think his kids ever went to public school and had PTA meetings? I don't know where they went. I'm just guessing. All right, they I know they live in Greenwich. They might have gone to public schools, but still. Best beginning for the new school year, one of the best school systems in the world. One of the best school systems in the world. This is what I really want to ask you about. Who believes that Connecticut schools represent the best school system in the world. When in fact, well, there is no fact about it. This is all conjecture. But we don't, there's no reason to believe they're even the best in the country. And he's calling them the best in the world. He knows that they just got second best in the, in the country, which that all, that's ludicrous all by itself. 
right? Our calling card as a state is the best trained, most productive workforce in the world. It's the best trained, most productive workforce in the world. Now, if you're governor and you're a completely lame, disinterested, really seriously disinterested governor like Ned is, and you're running for re-election, the key is for to continue to make sure nobody understands what's actually going on in the state, to never discuss solutions to problems because that would mean to identify the problems. And he can't do that, so he's got to go around doing a rah-rah about how great the state is because what is he doing? Who is he complimenting when he says this stuff? Uh, the other guy's got oil and gas or silicon or sunshine down in Florida. You know, we earn it every day with the quality of the folks we have uh, working in this state. And Best workers in the state. He's complimenting voters. He's complimenting, more importantly, union voters, and, state workers. And the fact that we have... Um, you know, the top-ranked K-12 through system in the country, second behind Massachusetts. Watch out. Well, he went, did you hear how long it took him to go from top-ranked to second top-ranked? I mean, why tell the lie if you've got to correct it within nanoseconds? And the fact that we have, um, you know, the top-ranked K-12 through system in the country, second behind Massachusetts. Watch out, Massachusetts. Here we come. Matt, he, we're, here we come, he says, about Massachusetts public schools. Let's ask Jolly Ned, please, somebody who has access to him, ask him how it happened that Massachusetts is rated best in the country in schools and how Connecticut came in second. And what are the parameters he's working to improve that, that makes the chase happen, that makes Connecticut chase Massachusetts. And the fact that we have, um, you know, the top-ranked K-12 through system in the country, second behind Massachusetts. Watch out, Massachusetts. Here we come. Here we come. What? How are? How is that happening? How in the world is that happening? This man is utterly ludicrous. He says nothing that is not just stupid. And the scary part is that if you think about how our world works, how people absorb information, how unconscious people are about what's going on in the country, and how, how desperately in trouble the state is financially, and people, people are not able to see through this nonsense. They, they go along with this nonsense. Why do they do that? Well, because they don't know better. Here's an interesting thing, though. I did want to run through, because I have a theory. I have a theory about public schools, the public school systems. As you know, we can't have great schools. We can't have excellent schools. We can't even have competent schools overall because we have a system based on the government running the system. And there is nothing for which I don't believe. If there is something, call and tell me. I believe there is nothing for which you would, you would uh, give up the market-driven system. Nothing in our lives where you would give up the market system, uh, the market driven system in order to take to create a replica of the education system, the public education system, and plug that into an industry. Would you do that to supermarkets? Would you want supermarkets to be, you know, get rid of all of the uh, existing supermarkets and have have food paid for out of your taxes? and then 
you go to government supermarkets to get the food that they buy for you. Would you go along with that system? Would you do that for a restaurant chain? Would you do that for a gas station? What would you do that for? What thing is so unimportant to you that you would decide to turn it over to a system that has the worst design in the world? That's our public education system, but it doesn't stop with the idea that the government runs it. The government created a, 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 a unnecessary special interest group to skim money off of the top to make policy for all workers and all schools to basically control how education is done. So even the government people you elect can't control what happens in the schools. Who would design such a system? Anyway, so I have a theory about these best public school systems, and I wanted to get your feedback on this. Ma think, first, Massachusetts, number one. Connecticut, number two. New Jersey, number three. Virginia, Vermont, New Hampshire. Minnesota. Wisconsin, Delaware, Maryland. There's your top ten. What do you, when you think about those states, they're all in the, well, almost all. Eight of them are in the Northeast, I think. But for Minnesota and Wisconsin. And they're all developed states that have, that have higher education systems that are pretty good. And this is, this is my theory of how public school systems get well-rated and, and, and why individual schools get well-rated. It's because they have educated parents who go to good colleges, who are driven to learn, driven to succeed. They have kids. Their kids go to school sophisticated and already advanced compared to the curriculum that they're going to learn in school. And basically all they have to do is be exposed to to the work, and they do the work, and they learn. But they start off really smart. That's my theory of public schools. Tell me if I'm wrong. A good public school system is a good public school system because it has the community where it is based has an educated, sophisticated, high-earning, high-ranking, in terms of the types of jobs they have, population. Yes or no? 860-522-9842. So out of the top 10 school systems in the country, according to these ratings, which could be totally bogus as far as we know. Okay, but Massachusetts is number one. Connecticut students have the highest median ACT scores of 25.5 and the third highest reading test scores. Connecticut spends about 18.9, no, 18,958,000 no, per student, one of the highest per pupil spending in the country. Connecticut is also one of the best states for teachers due to having small class sizes and some of the best paid teachers in the United States with an annual salary of $73,000. Um, so the other assumption I have about schools, about why they're good, is, hang on one sec, I just want to look at something. 
Yeah, so they spend uh, 19000 I don't think it's the spending per pupil. I don't think it's the salaries of teachers that make the school system good. I don't believe that. They are allowed to brag those things. They can brag those things. But the other thing that I, so, so part one is you've got a sophisticated population, right? And that's really important. We know that. We know in order, it's not going to happen in, all right, okay, I'll make my second point. My second point is cities. What portion of the population lives in cities where Democrats make sure the worst schools are available. That's that's how it rolls, is it not? So if you're in a state that doesn't have a lot of big cities, Massachusetts has one small, large city, Boston. It doesn't have a large population in and of itself. It's got a ton of kids who pour into the city every year for school, for colleges, and it's got a large metro area, but there aren't, that's it. There's one city in the state of Massachusetts, I would guess, that's over 100,000 people in population, or roughly. And that's the city of Boston. Connecticut, there's one city above 150,000, I think. And everything else, you know, they're small cities. So if you don't, if Democrats don't have the place where they can do the worst of their work, do you need me to take a break, or can I keep going, Anthony? I can keep going. Okay, let's talk to Tommy Glastonbury. Hi, Tom. Hi, Todd. Hey, I, I'm just pulled off the road to ask this question, so I'll ask it and then hang up. Two, two questions, really, on what you're commenting on now. Uh, is How many um, students in, in Connecticut, uh, seniors in high school and below, are in private schools versus public schools? Any? I know you probably don't have an answer, but I wonder how many are. I'll look it up. I have no idea. I'll see yeah. if it's available. Yeah. And why do you ask that? Well, because I think if it's if you're getting if people uh, had the, uh, the financial ability and took their kids out of public schools and put them into private schools, well, theoretically they're getting a much better education in the private schools. Well, if you average their grades in with the grades of the kids in public schools, mm-hmm. aren't you kind of skewing the curve? I mean, isn't it? Aren't we really talking about publicly paid for education as opposed to privately paid for education? Um, you know, I, I would, I would guess the number of kids in private schools is not enough to seriously skew the curve because private schools are so expensive. And most people think, most people have been sold a bill of goods that public schools are, are great places. And, and I think that's false distortion. What was your other point or question? Uh, I forgot what it was. You had two questions, right? Private schools. Uh, I forgot the other one. Okay. Thank you, Todd. Well, thank bye you bye. for pulling over and making the call. Okay. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. You see, if you're in charge, I'm just so uh, I'm I'm. Well, I went through public schools. Yes, I have my own feelings about them and my own experiences, and I try not to let that be an absolute. But I also try to make sure I always have it informing me, and I talk to lots of people who had the similar experience that I did. Basically alienated and miserable and doing no work for for uh, how many years is that? 12 years public schools. Learning very little. Except you learn because you're 
because you're living life, right? Because you're out there. You're in the world. Okay, so that's part one. So Jolinette is is bragging about, and he's, he's trying to bask in the glow of education in Connecticut as if there is some wonderful thing going on. This is question number two. Is there something wonderful going on in public schools right now, or are public schools struggling? Are public schools in crisis? Are public schools dealing with kids who are in crisis and families that are in crisis? Is society doing well in Connecticut? Is Connecticut life good? Or are people still messed up from the pandemic? Well, not the pandemic, but from the government shutdowns. Are kids not still struggling from the government shutdowns, from the unions requiring that teachers not be, be going to work? We have elected officials who view their challenge of winning re-election as distorting reality to make it seem like everything is wonderful. And the number one ranked community college this is a pipeline to get Tamaya and others, you know, into the workforce with the skills that they need. We're talking about the EMT program we've got right here. Dr. Harris is talking about um, number of linemen. We're getting trained for Eversource. Remember, I see you. Oh, my God, we got to get the linemen down from Maine. This is what our community colleges do. They ramp us up and give us that um, opportunity and give more young people and folks in transition that opportunity uh, going forward. Here's what I can tell you about the quality of students coming out of the schools in Connecticut. They are smart enough that they have no interest after they get a college education in staying in the state or moving back. They leave. Connecticut kids leave when they graduate college or they're already gone. 860-522-9842. Mark West Hartford. Hi. Todd, I'm surprised that you haven't touched upon this because I, I know you well. You, your brother's a teacher, right? My brother's a teacher. Yes. By the way, he left the urban school he's been working for to go to a fancy private school. <laughs> Isn't that funny? So, yeah. so about 15 years ago, I I did some work for a former administrator in Hartford. She was well into her 70s at that time, and we were talking about the school system. And back then, she used the term that we're all familiar with. We were talking about. You know, great, you know, how schools um, get raided and all that. And she said they, they've been cooking the books. This was 15 years ago, she told me. She goes, they've been cooking the books for about a decade. Now, that was 15 years ago. She told me when she was back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, if you got caught as a teacher teaching, a te teaching to a test, you would be fired. And then she said somewhere along the way, in the 80s and then, of course, the 90s, that's all the teachers. <laughs> that became the requirement. They were teaching to the test. And they were so, required to. Like, that was the big thing with standardized testing. Yeah, and I just sent you a little info. It's an older article because it's the quickest I found about merit-based pay. So if you were a teacher and, and you know that either you're going to retain your job or get some bonuses, um. You know, we still have merit-based pay for teachers. So there's way, getting back to her term, cooking the books, mm -hmm. we all know how easy that can be. 
And so that needs to be looked at, too. Like, what is a genuine figure or number when it comes to ratings? Ratings for teachers or schools or what? Or just schools in general. Well, who would, what, nobody would want, well, who has an incentive to honestly rate the schools? Well, that's what I mean. So let's get from the bottom to the top, from the teacher who's cooking the book, books, onto the governor of, of, the, of the, Ned Lamont cooking the book. You know how the uh, the graduation rates keep going up, even as they, they the the kids come out dumber. Have you noticed that? And that's because you know, they don't they they don't require that they learn anything to graduate, and that, yeah, that's so, how they rig the system to to the test. Shattuck um, just kind of topped me on a on a number. I was just bringing up like truancy. You know, prior to the pandemic, twenty five percent of kids in Hartford were truant, and then. It was 47 during the pandemic up until last year. And then he he just added upon that something I didn't know. Like, I think they're at 90 percentile in graduation rate in Hartford. So how does that work? You know, like... It was because everybody gets broad. a diploma. They don't yeah. believe it's appropriate to graduate somebody from... And, uh, and to, was, to, to, to Go ahead. No, I was going to say, let's be mindful of that figure I told you about and you're aware of that... The three-year plan for Hartford, Leslie Torres, whatever her name is, the superintendent, her three-year mm-hmm. plan is to get 50% of students proficient in reading and writing. Yeah, so that's it's very exciting that half of them will read as they, when they uh, go out to get a job, isn't it? How did they that's, pretty ex- that's pretty yeah. exciting, Mark. Thank you for the call, 860-522-9842. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Good afternoon. It's WTIC. This kind of, uh, this first rant today put me in the education mood. I think it was this one. Let me play it and see if I'm remembering correctly. 
Hang on. Here we go. This is Dave from Woodbury. I saw Governor Lamont on TV today telling us that Connecticut has the second-best school system in the U.S. If Connecticut has the second-best school system in the U.S., that should scare the hell out of all residents across Connecticut and the rest of the United States. Is that a true statement, do you think? I don't know what degree, to what degree all states in the country have unionized schools and government-controlled schools. I assume it's near universal. But do we not know that the only way to design an effective system is to have competing efforts going on and, the, and, and a marketplace that allows the one that is doing the best work to come out on top? Don't we want that for schools? Don't we want that for everything? And the purpose of not having it that way is so it can be controlled by the government. And if it's controlled by the government, that gives them more people dependent on the government. And that makes it easier to rig elections. This is a basic premise of how you, how you make sure that the people don't have their needs met. Why do we not like communism? Have you ever thought about that? Why is communism bad? Why is socialism bad? There's a good conversation to have. Any answers, please? 860-522-9842. And call the rant line, 860-751-4698. Put comments there, too. Well, Sleepy Joe has spent 68 weekends on vacation. It must be nice to have a part-time job running the country. You know, if you're capable, I don't think it's about how many hours you put in, because obviously as President of the United States, you can't really put in enough hours to give every point of, of trouble or needing attention in the country the attention it deserves. All you can do is try to put out fires and manage things as best you can. Move the big objects in the country in such a way as to effectuate a better system moving forward. It's about the system. Hey, Todd, the student loan payoff boils down to one thing. They're buying votes with my money. Exactly. Goodbye. That's what they're doing. Everything is that. That is what government does now. My theory of government now is that everything it does is a vote-rigging scheme. How do you rig elections? That's what government does. No, look, I don't just fabricate these things. I, they occur to me because I'm looking at the evidence. And if you see the evidence differently, tell me, please, so I can try to see it. But what I do to find out when I develop a theory like this is I test it. And I watch everything I see and everything that happens, and I plug it in to see if it contradicts my theory. My theory of government is the Ned Lamonts of the world don't run the government. The government is run by the special interest groups that have taken control of it over the decades that have been created by the big government crowd, and the power has been handed off to the to these special interests. And that's just how it works. Tell me if you see it differently. Hi, Todd. American Patriot here. And now it's revealed that Donald Trump, the communist dictator, has 300 pages of classified top-secret documents that were seized at Mar-a-Lago. Mar oh, but I know, I know everybody. It's good explosion today, Anthony. Really good explosion.
Timed out nicely and a nice burst of energy there. That was wonderful. Sam's calling from Barkhamstead. Hello, Sam. Hi there. Well, you asked a question was, why was communist bad? Yes. Is that what I heard Com- you say? Why is communism bad? Why is socialism bad? Because it takes away people's free will. How does it do that? Well, we don't get to do the choices that we want. They tell us what choice we have. We can't go out and take the job we want. They will tell us what job we will have. Mm-hmm. It's evil. Look what it's done to our children. Just look out in the street. They, they, we couldn't correct our children. I'm 80 years old. Yeah. Right now, people are scared to death to give their children a little fanny warm. And these kids don't even know what a spanking is. I don't mean a beating. There's a big difference there. Yeah. Yep. But... We have got to teach our children morals, for God's sake. They don't have any. The morals in this country are down the tubes. We have broken every single one of our constitutional rights for the people. We have broken all of God's laws. And this is what happens when you do those things. We did it to ourselves because we weren't paying attention. Well, that is, I think that is absolutely true, Sam. Thank you so much for the call. That's a that's pretty accurate stuff, don't you think? Jerry in Naugatuck. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Todd. Great show. Uh, I, ha- I have firsthand experience. My father came from Germany after the war. Mm-hmm. The communists took his land uh, his, his, that was in his family for generations. He never got a dime from it. And, and the communists always... Uh, like uh, like the Democrats, always giving you grandiose uh, plans and, and ideas. But they never come through because there's never any choice. Actually, there is a choice, one choice, the party choice. You, you, you're never going to win with having big government control because it stifles the entrepreneurship in most people. It stifles the work ethic, and there's no uh, thing to get ahead. My father it had this ingrained to me since I was a toddler, you know, and and he would uh, comment uh, like uh, one time in, in Time magazine I was reading uh, when I was like ten years old. He says, "Gary, look at the people on that bus. They, they look at their faces. They were glum. They were depressed or or angry. Sight into this way before." Uh, all this government control in our country started. You know, he, he, he was very wary of, of, of politicians and what they promised because he had firsthand experience from Europe, and he, he loved this country. You know, everything about it, he, he, he became a first-class uh, American, never took a dime of welfare or unemployment. You know, he worked two jobs till like, the age of 40. So uh, that, 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 that's why I am so vehemently... Uh, opposed to uh, the Democrat agenda. They, they've gone so far left that, that what we are experiencing now is socialism. Nothing's going right. It's all turned to crap because this is a taste of socialism. <laughs> I, I, think, get, I think that's right, went. Jerry. We're, we are living it right now. We keep thinking that's it's right. something coming, and it, it is still coming in terms of expanding, but the storm hit us, and we're dealing with the idea. Yeah, we don't have a we don't have representative government anymore. Thank you, Jerry. 
It's all a facade now. The government is, is a performative government. That's how I look at it anyway. Hello, Mr. Todd. This is Margaret. I want you to listen to something. You ever hear of Noam Chomsky? Now, I don't care for him. He's kind of liberal, but some of his <laughs> uh, things were true, what he said. I want you to hear a thing from him. You'll like it. But uh, I don't know if you got cut off here, Margaret, or what, but there's some other guy introducing the ideas of Noam Chomsky, but I don't think we get to hear him. I've talked to some people who live in other countries who have traveled widely, and they say that Americans are the most heavily indoctrinated and propagandized people that they have ever encountered in their travels. Well, that's true. Well, why should this be if this is the land of the free press and democracy? One of America's leading intellectuals, Noam Chomsky, discusses this in his book, which he co-authored, called Manufacturing Consent. And we're very fortunate to have Dr. Chomsky to give us an address on the subject of why Americans are so manipulated. Well, that's the end of it. We never got to hear Noam. But I was looking for the cut because I was excited to hear what you wanted to share. So if you've got something beyond that, Margaret, please call back and and lay it down for us, all right? The economy's doing real swell, yeah. Joe Biden had the nerve to tell you that inflation went to 0%. There's a bridge that he'd like to sell you. Yeah, that was one that was one of his good his good moments. The Laura Levy is not advertised too publicly, I'll give you that. But I'll tell you what, she has been to every small town in every corner of the state of Connecticut, and she's been downtown in places, and she's been talking. She just not, like you said, maybe not has put her total ad campaign together, but she is relentlessly campaigning. Yeah, somebody was complaining yesterday about not having seen enough Leora Levy who is the U.S. Senate nomination for the Republicans. You might have heard that. You may not have heard that. And uh, I was just saying it's the beginning of the campaign. Give her time. Give her time. They've got to get it together. The big campaign season is coming up still. 860-522-9842. We'll take a quick break and continue on WTIC. Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Talking systems, it's all about systems. That's why it might sound like we circle around to the same thing from time to time. But when you inject disease into the systems, you're not going to have healthy results. And we have diseased systems in our government. The rest of the state, the rest of the country, it's wonderful, but the governments are, they're just a mess. Don in East Hartford. Hi, Don. Hey, Todd. Um, I'm sitting here listening to you. Do you, do you know why um, Cuba became a communist country? Why Cuba did? Yes. Because, because they wanted to make sure that in perpetuity they would be starving and have no economic activity. Because Batista and his cronies were bleeding the country dry, and 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 the, and the, and the, 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 the working poor was was not getting any benefit out of all of it. Okay, what's the benefit the working poor have gotten since the revolution? 
Todd, Todd, listen. When a country moves towards communism, it's because, it's because the privileged few keeps bleeding and taking and taking and taking. And then here comes here come somebody who starts to tell the people about it. Um, well, that may, it may be it may be that people are always ready for making somebody else to blame for whatever their struggles are. And if there's rich people around, like you hear the Democrats doing it here, don't you, Don? Where they talk about the evil rich people who live in Fairfield County and the trouble is they're not paying high enough taxes. But to me, that's a cover story for the billions of dollars are being squandered in the state. And billions of dollars of debt are being run up in the state that we have to pay the rent on that money. And they're just looking to divert attention to somebody else. Do you feel comfortable with the idea that a hundred plus billion dollars of money of debt is owed by you and the rest of the citizens of this state because these guys wanted to use it to rig elections with. Does that not bother you? Doesn't it bother you that the federal government is, is $30 trillion in debt? What, why are you making it like, like it's this present administration? It's fault. It's hard. It's I didn't say anything about which administration, but, of course, the present administrations are doing their best to keep running it up. But it's Yes, I didn't say there was a side. I asked you if you were happy. You always want to make it about sides. I'm not into sides. I'm into the people having some good representation. You are into sides, Todd. You always defend, you always defend the Republicans. You are into sides. Don't. Don't, don't, don't. Come on, Ted. Well, I, I'm willing to admit Republicans are part of this problem. I only support Republicans because they're better, because they don't openly advocate for communism the way the communists who you support do. Todd, but why does that make the communists better? All I'm saying, Todd, is when, 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 the, when, the, when the, the privilege takes too much, it breeds communism. It, that are that whole argument privilege takes too much tell me tell me whose life don whose life got better when the communists took over what country if, if that, that's not the argument the argument is why why is, is so many why is all these people complaining this country is going communist this going country is going, but nobody's talking about the one percenters who just keep taking the one percent what they do doesn't affect us well, I've seen I've seen it happening in in, in 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 Central America. I've seen it happening in the Caribbean. I'm from the Caribbean. I've seen it happening in the Caribbean because the superpowers keep bleeding the third world countries and they keep taking. And the same thing is happening right here in America. The rich keep taking too much. It's, well, I don't think it's the rich. Look, the, the, the Don, the rich are always going to be rich. The rich are always going to be rich. The question is, do you have a democratic system that serves the needs of the people, or do you have a system that serves the needs of the few? Communism and socialism, those are designed to, to treat and take care of the few. They admit it right up front. Everybody's going to have nothing. That's how they're designed. So I prefer the one where, where you can work your way up. That's why you came to America. I assume you like the same thing. Mike in Glastonbury. Hi, Mike. Oh, hi, Todd. Uh, I wanted to suggest, uh, I know you've done this uh, before, but uh, what about a large part of educational theory being basically uh, alibi-based or just uh, advertising-based? It's, uh, it's sort of argumentative, and it sort of solves 
problems, but at the same time, it's like an alibi that is being participated in by most of the practitioners, the uh, theorists, the teachers, the administrators. You're talking about our public schools? Is that yeah, general. I don't really understand what you're saying, but to me the solution is get rid of the idea that we should have an education system that, because nobody should decide what the education system is other than the people sending their kids to school. It should be a market-driven system. We would have none of these problems, or virtually none, if we just let people shop for the best schools like we shop for everything else in life. Can we uh, can we all agree in a certain to a certain extent on uh, the thinking of being a market? Because it ought to be a market where we can think and say and have opinions and if it isn't then it becomes a tool of advertising or theories or uh, alibis again okay I, I like this idea have you read something is this like a title of a theory this alibis thing uh, not exactly but I'm interested in the whole idea of mediocrity as being a very big driving excuse in various times of history mm -hmm. uh, by various people and uh, mediocrity is a kind of a philosophy it, it's yeah we certainly do our best to celebrate I'm sorry I've got to hold you there Mike but send me an email I'll give you the email address when we continue we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 